Hey everyone, welcome to Know Your Food with Wardy. I'm Wardy, a wife and mom of three and author of The Complete Idiot's Guide to Fermenting Foods. I'm also the lead teacher, blogger, and owner of traditionalcookingschool.com. I'm so glad you're here. This is the podcast devoted to healthy family cooking with traditional methods like sourdough and old-fashioned pickling. These foods are easy, delicious, healing, and your family will love them. If you haven't already, be sure to grab my free gift for you. Five free traditional cooking videos from inside Traditional Cooking School that will introduce you to my favorite fundamental techniques of traditional cooking. To start watching today, go to knowyourfoodpodcast.com slash watch. And now, let's get to today's show. Hey everyone, welcome to Know Your Food with Wardy podcast. This is episode 165. So if you're joining us live, we don't yet have the show notes ready, but if you're watching this as a video replay or the podcast um, on Friday, after on or after Friday, June 10th, I believe it's June 10th, yes, then the show notes will be ready for you and all the links and everything we mentioned, even the complete transcript at knowyourfoodpodcast.com slash 165. So um, we are live right now on Blab. So I just want to give a quick uh, rundown of how Blab works before I introduce you to my guest, Melanie, and we get into the, the topic today. So how Blab works is if you're here live, you will have a... Uh, uh, live chat on the right hand side feel free to make use of that if you want to ask a question of melanie or i you do a slash q and that'll put it into the question queue um, and we will answer if it's relevant to what we're speaking about or we'll save questions for the end um, on the left hand side of your screen is where you can share so you can share the last 30 seconds of what's been going on to facebook or twitter and just let people know what's going on because if you have friends or family who are need or interested in gut healing we appreciate you sharing. And finally, Melanie and me, I would uh, dearly love your participation and applause <laughs> where appropriate. So chime in on the chat, but also where you see each of our faces in the bottom right corner, there's two hands side by side, thumbs together. And if you just click there and you can click multiple times, if you like what's being said, like I'm doing to Melanie right now, I'm giving her applause. So feel free to do the, the props. Lab calls it props. So welcome to everyone. Welcome to those that are live and the replay and podcast listeners later. And this is going to be a great, great podcast slash web class today. So I'm going to tell you about Melanie now. Melanie's my guest, guest that you can see um, up here too if you're watching the video. She's a nutritional therapy practitioner and she's a certified GAPS practitioner in Vermont. She's been trained by the creator of the GAPS diet, Dr. Natasha Campbell McBride, and she's had further training in functional nutrition as well. She has a passion for helping families um, in the area of digestive therapy, and she's known for making uh, digestive therapy understandable and for supporting families in that endeavor. She has four children of her own, so she's well-versed in children and navigating these waters, and she has a great desire to help other families um, follow this path of nourishment with a focus on uh, gut health, and very, very practical. So welcome, Melanie. I'm so glad you're Thanks. here. Thank you, Wardy. That was a great introduction. Thanks. <laughs> well, you, you deserve it, and I'm just so thrilled you're here to share. And I should say, you are taking time out of attending a conference right now, so yep. we are especially blessed that you're taking this time with us. So I gave kind of the bio that anybody could read on your site, really, and as they get to know you. But I'm hoping that you'll take a few minutes and tell us more about you and your family and 
kind of your, your life and some special things about you. Okay. Well, um, as you said, I'm mom to four and I like to say I'm mom to four hungry eaters. <laughs> um, and I'm wife to a great guy who we've been together uh, 19 years. We were childhood sweethearts. So we're, yeah, we're celebrating our 19th anniversary this summer. Um, so my work, <laughs> thank you. Um, that's a feat. <laughs> um, four kids. So I've, my oldest is Cade, who's 16. Um, then there's Jack, who's 13. Maggie, who's 11. And Charlotte, who's nine. They're all blonde. <laughs> oh! Yeah. Um, so we live in the Green Mountains and um, of Vermont, where the people are of a very decent sort. And uh, local food is plentiful and easy to come by. Um, and there's plenty of, you know, mountain ponds and rivers to swim in and, and cross-country skiing in the wintertime. I see your pictures on Facebook often, and I just yeah. think you live the perfect life. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's there are definitely some very yeah. good pieces to it. Yeah. yeah, as it is with all of us. I mean, we all have yeah. blessings and we have challenges, and yeah, we're going to talk about some of those challenges today. How you can make yeah. them easier. Yep. So that's kind of the synopsis of my little family or big family depending on how you look at it. <laughs> I love that. My husband and I are on our 20th year as well. Well, wow. we, we just hit 19 in December, so okay. we're about to hit 20. And like you said, it's, it's quite amazing to have built a life of so many years, so many rich blessings yeah. and hard work. <clears throat> Very, yep. Well, so. let's get into your health story and what brought you mm -hmm. specifically into the realm of gut health and nutrition. Yeah. So I spoke of those four hungry eaters. Um, mm -hmm. Having babies takes uh, a large draw on the bank of maternal health. Um, and by the time number four came around, um, my maternal bank account was kind of in the red. <laughs> and through a series of postpartum um, events, my, my health kind of spiraled and um, set off my own health crisis. Um, migraines, eczema, uh, thrush, and, and thrush. When I say thrush, I'm talking about five months of excruciating nursing, um, like crying whenever she latched on, um, that kind of thrush. Uh, systemic yeah. candida, acne. Uh, fatigue, um, anxiety, just general aches and pains, that sort of thing. Um, so in the, I, I tried uh, real food diets, the candida diet. I tried natural remedies like herbs and, and different supplements, which moved the needle enough, but was not it moved the needle enough to encourage me, but it was mm -hmm. not enough to deal with, yeah. with all of my um, issues. Yeah. So in the midst of my struggles, I found Dr. Natasha Campbell McBride, um, who is this neurologist from the UK who uh, 
ha- has this amazing wealth of medical knowledge paired with this wonderful traditional Russian wisdom. Um, and she had, I, I was able to hear her speak at a Western Price conference when I was nursing my fourth. And she spoke about the gut and psychology syndrome protocol. And it just, all the connections and and synapses fired in my brain, you know, how when given the proper tools, our bodies can, uh, that they want to heal themselves. They, They want to take care of us and support us, but they need the, the right tools. And, and often that's going back to um, traditional ways, but in a structured um, healing protocol. Um, mm-hmm. So I needed a protocol that went deeper. Um, I found Dr. Natasha, I found GAPS. She designed the GAPS protocol out of her own need um, when her small son was diagnosed with autism and she was able to uh, heal him and then go on to use it in her clinic with hundreds, thousands of families. Um, And she found that by focusing on this digestive protocol, she not only helped children, but the families of the children who are doing the protocol with their kids. So she found that it just helped a myriad of issues along with the autistic children. Mm -hmm. um, When you you hear typing, it's because you have so many little perfect quotes here. Sharing them (laughs) on Twitter and Facebook. (laughs) It's it's just so wonderful to hear your story. I have heard her speak as well. I attended Wise Traditions in 2011, and it was the most memorable presentation. I think it it was her knowledge combined with her heart. Yes. Yeah. Um, you could just tell she is a doctor that has lived it, cared it, loved it, and yep. puts a hundred percent into yeah. they're, they're continuing to help. Absolutely. She's, she's had to actually step back a few times for her own health because she's yeah. so passionate about her work. Yeah. So. Well, thank you for sharing your story and how you got, yeah. how you got on this path. So let's talk now about um, what you do because um, you had your own health challenges and the GAPS diet protocol was what moved the needle significantly for you and your family. And now you are, I guess you could say following in Dr. Natasha's footsteps because you've been trained by her and now you're uh, helping children and families yourself. Yeah. So talk a little bit about the work that you do now. Yeah. Minus the neurologist part. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so um, I, I'm trained as a nutritional therapy practitioner, as you said before, um, or NTP for mm-hmm. short, and as a certified GAPS practitioner um, with further certification in a functional nutrition training by restorative wellness solutions. Um, what that all means is that I can help moms, kids, and individuals to sort out uh, their health in a very foundational way, uh, crafting a GAPS plan that's very bio-individual and using targeted lab tests to work efficiently and specifically to each individual's uh, needs or their body's needs. 
um, and also take their lifestyle into consideration. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's kind of you need to you need to factor in not just the food, but what's going on in their life. Um, you know what food sensitivities they have that could be causing inflammation. They could be the very gaps foods that they're eating every day. So we uh, test for that. We want to know what's going on in their digestive tract that we could help kind of move along quicker. Um, Mm -hmm. So I'm able to very effectively uh, help even some of the, you know, the tougher, tougher cases, which a lot of gut cases end up being. Right. Um, That's what I've noticed is everyone is just a slight bit different. And that difference is so crucial to getting over the hump to healing. Yeah, because it can really hold you back. So without uh, divulging like private client information, could you give us a simple example of like maybe something that you've run into that you've discovered through testing that then you were able to craft a more personalized plan? Um, So right off the top of my head, um, just in this year, I was working with a little boy um, who was put on the GAPS protocol, um, he was dealing with, um, from the time he was very little, the, uh, constant, uh, vomiting and, and refluxing. Mm-hmm. And, um, uh, within a very short period of time on GAPS that completely stopped. And he'd been dealing with that since the time he was very little. But he continued to deal with um, some other issues like tummy pain. Um, and through the, the food sensitivity testing that I do, we were able to completely eliminate that and uh, get his digestion working well and kind of hammer out the rest of the, his health details. <laughs> um, so that, that's just a quick example right mm-hmm. off the top of my head. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so great. We're able to, um, within gaps, you know, you're eating, a, especially on gaps intro, you're eating um, some pretty specific foods. And let's, for example, say you have a sensitivity to chicken and cabbage and you are making chicken broth every day or eating sauerkraut or sauerkraut juice every day, um, and you're sensitive to those two foods, you're going to slow down or even halt your your healing process. So just by limiting those and, and moving to like beef or venison or lamb or turkey uh, and you know, choosing some other vegetables to ferment, uh, then you're able to kind of speed, speed that healing process up. Yeah. Yeah. Not, well, not have the daily inflammation from those problematic foods. Yeah. Because it's not a one size fits all. We have these right. classes of healing foods, but some right. people are allergic. Like some people are sensitive to most protein. And so they have to find the one right. that they the can one eat. Safe. Yep. The one safe protein. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's wonderful. So that's my one work. And then I've had the privilege of bringing over 200 families through my online GAPS classes. That's a real treat to be able to do that. Yeah, 
Yeah. I mean, because that's what it's about. It's about helping children and families. Well, let's back up because we've been talking about GAPS, which is a particular gut healing protocol. And it's the one that works worked for you to significantly mm-hmm. move the needle with your issues. It's also the one that you teach and you help families. Um, how can someone know whether they really need GAPS at all? Like, okay. cause I know there's a lot of people in our community in the traditional cooking school community. They're like, well, I'm not at my best. Do I, I get this question all the time. Do I, do I need to do gaps or can I just do traditional cooking, traditional food? So can you help us sort that out? Well, just to, to kind of give um, an example from my own story, mm-hmm. I, I started with traditional foods mm-hmm. and uh, made some good movement. Um, it didn't quite do what I needed it to do. So I, I would say that anyone who's unwell can do well with full gaps. Um, that's kind of tailored to them. Yeah. Now, the specific reasons to do the gaps introduction diet, um, I'm going to just read from my notes because um, sure. there's about six or so points. So if you have diarrhea of any origin, abdominal pain, loading, flatulence, that kind of thing, um, you know, those real digestive issues. If you have leaky gut and inflammatory bowel conditions, um, autistic children and all children on the spectrum or with learning disabilities like Down syndrome, cerebral palsy, those are kids who should be doing GAPS intro. Uh, Kids and adults diagnosed with diabetes type 1 or celiac disease. Um, These people have serious damage to their gut lining and they need slow and methodical healing. Uh, Some cases of stubborn constipation, um, but I'll talk more about that in the the full gaps. Um, And then multiple food allergies and intolerances as in those cases, the gut lining is really damaged. And yeah, again, that needs that slow healing. So those are the, the people groups that GAPS introduction is really meant for. And then one more, I guess, if you have health issues that aren't resolving on full GAPS, if you've tried full GAPS and they're not resolving, then uh, it would be time to try intro. <coughs> Excuse me. <coughs> I'm just leaving a link in the comments. Roxanne is asking where she can get more info. So I linked her to your 30-day prep guide. And coming up here, Roxanne, we're going to talk about Melanie's GAPS class. I'll give you a link to that right now if you want to check it out while we're talking. Did you have anything else to add there? Did you get through all your six? (laughs) Yes. um, List of six? Okay, great. So that was really helpful. I like that. I like that you pulled out very specific conditions or symptoms that people are experiencing where like you pointed out the traditional food will get you a little bit but you need more and that's where gaps comes in so that's wonderful okay well now let's get to the promise (laughs) of today's web class um, because you're very good at simplifying gaps from the 30-day prep guide that you have for free at your site, which, by the way, anybody can get at tradcookschool.com slash 30-day prep guide. I just put a link in the chat. It'll also be at the show notes, knowyourfoodpodcast.com slash 165, um, and also through your GAPS class. We'll talk about that in a bit, too. Mm-hmm. But um, you're here on this web class, and um, 
he's <laughs> promised to give us some tips for, yes. um, you know, un. This is not a word for unoverwhelmingizing. <laughs> for making gaps. Bless you. Do you need to take a moment to have a drink? Yeah. So gaps can be so overwhelming. So how do we make it simpler? Yep. Finish that drink. Sorry, I just. Hmm. All right. <clears throat> Let's see if that works. Okay. Sorry about that. No, no, no. No apologies necessary. Okay. Yeah. So how can how can we make gaps simpler? It can be overwhelming. The things that come to my mind are people thinking they <clears throat> have to be a slave to the broth making. They don't have time for anything right. else. They don't even have enough time. They also, they're faced with family members that are like, I'm so sick of eating cooked veggies and broth and I'm not going to eat anything else ever again because now I hate eating. Um, <laughs> or just, I can't wrap my head around all the different stages of intro and you know, mm-hmm. what I can introduce when. So okay. Talk us through how to just demystify that and make it simpler so that, so because fam- you, you have led 200 families now through, um, through your GAPS class. You've made it simple for them. So yeah. let's do it here. Okay. So let's start with talking about the main components of GAPS. Okay. So there's three main components, those, that being the diet, which is further broken down into the introduction diet, the full diet, and transitioning off of gaps. And then uh, the second component is supplementation. And the, and the third is detoxification. Okay. Um, so I'm going to focus on the diet component and more specifically uh, the introduction diet. If you could give me a moment. Yeah, for sure. What do you need? I just need to go blow my nose a minute. For sure. For sure. Sorry. No, that's fine. I'll take a moment and I'll, um, I'll recap what we've done so far. All right. Be right back. All right. And I see we have more people joining us. Like I've seen, um, Laura has come on. Mary has come on. Welcome to you. Roxanne has come on. So a quick recap um, while Melanie is taking care of her health, which is the point here, um, is that I've been talking to Melanie Christner, who's a GAPS practitioner. She herself started having babies and had a whole host of issues and doing traditional cooking and some other gut healing protocols didn't really move the needle enough. It did give her hope. And then the GAPS diet um, made the biggest difference. And so she has been trained by Dr. Natasha Campbell McBride, who's the creator of the GAPS diet and is now helping children and families, just like Dr. Natasha is, um, to use the GAPS diet to heal. And when you, like a lot of children have issues and that's what we, a lot of moms, that I mean, we start for ourselves, but so many of us start for our children. And when our children can be helped, it helps the whole family. So it's just, it's such such a family thing. And I just love that Melanie's helping families so much. So if you're good now, Melanie. So sorry about that. <laughs> no, no need to apologize. Um, we'll continue with talking about how to simplify gaps, how to make it not overwhelming. Okay. So uh, back to the, the overview, what the yes. GAPS protocol does. Um, it treats the root issue, which is the gut. And it does this by gently cleaning up removing the flow of toxins. Uh, It removes hard to digest foods. 
and it corrects nutritional deficiencies by emphasizing healing foods, which in turn restores your immune system. That's a great summary. <clears throat> great, thanks. Um, so the diet component, um, as I said before, it's made of the, the six-stage introduction diet, the full GAPS diet, and the transitioning off of GAPS eventually. Yes. Um, as a whole, the, the nutritional protocol of GAPS lasts for one and a half to two years. Um, we're, we're ready to start adding in some transition foods when we've been uh, about six months with no symptoms. Okay. So that's when we um, start talking transition foods that we haven't been able to eat for a while. <laughs> I like that. I've never heard anybody say that as a rule, but what yeah. a great um, thing to go yeah, by. So, so we're talking um, that that's done in a very structured way and very slowly. Um, but if you've been without any digestive symptoms or, or symptoms that are unique to you for about six months, then you can start adding in like new potatoes and, and fermented mm -hmm. buckwheat, things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. But for most, you know, that's at least a year, year and a half. Um, but for families like ours who are not coming in with issues like autism, um, that could be a shorter period of time. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> that makes sense. Sure does. So, good. Um, so the, the next um, thing I want to talk about is what the GAPS introduction diet does, uh, it provides building blocks for the kind of little baby cells in our digestive tract, the enterocytes. Um, it's very gentle and healing because it's low fiber. <clears throat> and it introduces those gentle foods gradually, starting with the very gentlest first. And it also provides beneficial microbes and you could call it a holistic approach for diarrhea, um, <laughs> <laughs> to put it in kind of basic terms. I love so, that. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I like to approach the introduction diet with three different time frames. Um, I call it my three measured approaches to, to starting gaps with your family. Um, so approach number one is what I, what's called the three to six month approach. That's best if you're starting from ground zero, eating a standard American diet. Um, you don't know much about real food. Maybe you're just discovering Wardy's site and traditional cooking. Um, there's still a lot of, you know, processed food in your diet. Um, and you want to, you found out about gaps, but you are completely overwhelmed and you need to, you know, educate yourself. So <clears throat> in the three to six month approach, the first thing you want to do is transition to real food. Um, and you might take a month to just remove processed foods and to learn how to replace them with uh, more traditional home versions. Uh, when you're searching for New recipes, you could use search terms like paleo or primal or real food or 
grain-free um, and just get used to that kind of cooking. The second step would be to remove sugar and grains. And then um, the next step would be to move to full gaps. And here's how I would recommend doing that. I would take a month <clears throat> where in the first week you are doing all, all of your breakfasts uh, full gaps. And then maybe the second week you're doing all of your snacks full gaps plus the breakfast. And then week three, you're adding in gaps lunches. And then week four, you're adding in uh, gaps dinners. So that by the end of that month, you are on full gaps. So what you've done is you've taken somebody from standard American diet to um, full like gaps. cleaning up the diet mm -hmm. so it's whole food traditional. And then you've started yep. removing some of the foods that are not included on full gaps so that right. by the end of that time, they've kind of very simply transitioned to full gaps. So the removal yep. of grains, sugars, processed foods, basically. Yep. Yes. Okay. Okay. And then once uh, you're fully transitioned to full gaps, you've got your, you know, your cooking skills are yeah. in hand um, and you're familiar with the skills that are needed then I recommend doing the six stages of intro in reverse, actually, oh. before then doing them in the, in the order they are meant to be done. And then when you're finally done with the six stages of intro, then transition to full gaps. Now, that's the long view yeah. approach, the three yeah. to six months. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> wherein you plan tasks on your calendar by the week, um, you know, gathering your sources, learning your skills, um, finding your recipes, that sort of thing. And you go through a lot of these things in your 30 day prep guide, correct? Um, a lot of the skills. Yep. Okay. And uh, I've got plenty of recipes on the site. Um, so I I'll just want to direct people to that. So if you go to tradcookschool.com slash 30 day prep guide, you'll be on Melanie's site. She's at honest body. You can sign up um, it's fairly obvious where to sign up to receive that prep guide. You could also explore mm -hmm. her recipes. And that's where she walks you through some of these treasures, yeah. transition steps of gathering supplies, equipment, learning the techniques that you will need to do the GAPS diet. Yep. Yeah. Uh, there's also a handy little uh, five-day um, downloadable menu and checklist yeah. uh, for the first five days of GAPS intro. I saw that. I Which, saw that. Same. Which can be the roughest five days. <laughs> yeah, just being the introduction diet. Just being <laughs> honest. Yep. <clears throat> totally. Worth it. Totally worth it. Totally worth it. Um, so my second approach is the one-month approach. Um, that's best for, you know, the family or the individual who has a good understanding of real and traditional food. Okay. Um, they're ready to take their health to the next level, but they still want to and can afford to take, take a, a more measured approach. Um, so what that looks like um, is you're planning your tasks on your calendar by the day. Okay. Um, but you're taking, again, you're doing that uh, one month trying GAPS foods and, you know, using the 30 day prep guide skills and uh, week by week, you're adding in one GAPS meal per day. So first week breakfast, second week, lunches, third week, snacks, fourth week, 
full gaps. And then you start the six stages of gaps intro as is normally laid out. <clears throat> I like that. So that's kind of my one month approach. Um, and the reason I'm giving timeframes is that it's so helpful to put it on the calendar and schedule it and then work backwards from there. Um, mm -hmm. In our own family, um, we, just a little side note here. We um, actually- We love did, side notes. <laughs> we did gaps <laughs> while traveling in an Airstream uh, around the, the Western half of the country. Um, <laughs> and you know, in a moment of life is what you make of it, we set a date when we were going to start gaps and just went for it. Um, so if you can do that, anybody, <laughs> this is the way is way easier. <laughs> if, if it can be done in an RV kitchen, it can be done. <laughs> oh, that's great. So, um, lastly, as far as approaches, um, I do have what's called the next week approach. Um, this is like the cold turkey approach. Yes, the cold okay. turkey approach. <laughs> but there are there are circumstances where that's that's needed. So if you have um, severe digestive issues, um, children with autism, children who are in daily pain and distress, um, you know, their their tummies hurt. No, no matter what they eat. Um, you know, they're, they're doubled over and self-harming because they're in pain, that kind of situation. Or wasting away. Wasting away. Um, mm -hmm. Like these kids need nutrients and they need them now. <clears throat> mm -hmm. So in this case, you don't have the luxury of a measured approach. Um, or, you know, if you just happen to like the cold turkey approach. <laughs> <laughs> um, so in that case, uh, I recommend clearing your calendar uh, a long weekend, at least, okay. um, you know, removing some of those social obligations. Um, I, I would say five days off of school or work is uh, best. Um, okay. Some special needs kids need longer, of course. I would suggest using the, the five days intro checklist and menu that's on my site and make a grocery list. Uh, order the Heal Your Gut cookbook, um, which is an awesome cookbook that's just been available in the last couple of years. Um, it has all six stages of intro with recipes for each stage, plus lots of amazing full gaps recipes. Um, you need to prep one day ahead of yourself. And I would... Uh, caution to, to not run out of food. It's really important when you're dealing with, you know, detoxing and, and uh, brain fog and just, yeah. you know, all those sorts of issues. You want to have food prepped um, ahead of yourself. Um, <clears throat> so that would be my next week approach. So we've had the um, six, three, six, three to six, six months. months, the one month and mm -hmm. the next week approach. And there are, and you and there are all possible ways for people to really get into gaps very right. simply and not overwhelming. Yeah. And they also suit kind of the type of family you are where you are like this. The three to six months is the family whose standard American diet. 
the one month approach is a family who's well versed with traditional methods and knows how to make stock and simple ferments and has the equipment and ingredients already kind of down so they can transition easily into just, you know, yeah. more a little more restricted, but they already know how to do everything. Yeah. And then there's the next week because the, 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 the person or a family member just really needs the protocol right now. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I love how you broke that down. Love it. So um, now I'd like to talk about some <clears throat> basic gaps intro tips. Okay. Um, so my first kind of tip is about food sourcing. Um, which is something really near and dear to my heart. Um, this is an involved conversation that we talk about a lot in the GAPS class. Um, we just wrapped up a GAPS grocery list challenge <laughs> uh, where we talked about all the main foods of GAPS and, and where to source them regardless of where you are. Um, so I like to recommend that you get to know your local farmers uh, that you spend a day evaluating your budget and pricing out your local sources. Um, you may say, what if I live in a food desert? Uh, that That is a very <clears throat> possible thing in different parts of this country. So there are some online resources. Um, there's a an Amish food membership called Miller's Organics, uh, and they ship all around the country. Um, and it's a lot of gaps friendly foods there's you know the the broth the sauerkrauts the 24 hour yogurts and kefirs um so you can i believe you can just google that and find it but there's also uh, localharvest.org um eatwild.com pickyourown.org localfarmmarkets.org and then for more pantry type items, there's uh, thrivemarket.com. Great. I'll have all of these links in our show notes, everyone. Knowyourfoodpodcast.com slash 165. That'll be available on Friday, June 10th, um, if you're listening you know, to the live recording. Great. Um, and then a, a special note that's been added in recent years to the introduction diet is that for the first 30 days we're doing meat stock instead of bone broth. Um, okay. Meat stock has less histamines, less glutamine. Uh, when there's a leaky gut, there's very likely a leaky blood-brain barrier, and a strong, hearty bone broth can cause issues at first. Mm -hmm. So chicken stock is especially gentle for intro. Uh, the difference between meat stock and bone broth is that uh, Meat stock is made by boiling a cut of meat on the bone. Like, uh, for instance, if you took a whole chicken uh, or a bone-in roast and you cook that in water for a short period of time, say one and a half to two hours, whereas bone broth is made with all kinds of bones for a really long simmering time, yes. up two to 48 hours. Um, so meat stock is easier and gentler in the beginning of intro. Mm -hmm. And we do that for 30 days. And it's really, um, it's easier to make as you can sure. just throw your chicken in the pot with some, you know, 
carrots and onions and garlic and whatnot. And then, uh, you know, an hour and a half later, you've got your cooked chicken and you've got your meat stock and that's, mm-hmm. you know, dinner. You're everything in one, one pot. Right. And it's not so much different as making chicken soup. Right. right? So right. Right. it works no matter what. <laughs> yes. Yep. You already know how to do that. You do. So uh, to speed up your healing, there are some foods to focus on. Um, and those being bone marrow, the gelatinous soft tissues around the bones of the skin, etc. cetera. Um, and I'll tell you a use for that in a minute. Uh, animal fats and organ meats. So those are the four foods that, if possible, um, they need to be consumed as often as possible. They provide some of the best healing for the gut lining. They're the kind of nuts and bolts of what mm-hmm. goes into making a healthy gut lining. Uh, so how we did this as a family, um, I would cook a, a whole chicken, and then I would collect all of the soft tissues, the skin, the fat, etc., um, the little connective tissues, and I would combine them in a blender with salt and pepper. And this made a creamy pate that mm-hmm. could be added to our soups and stews uh, for extra flavor and yeah. all of those reparative nutrients. Great. It also thickens it up. It just yes. absolutely is delicious. It's like a cream replacement. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so tips for being smart in the kitchen. Uh, I recommend making two meals from every one that you're making. Plan 20. Good advice. Yes. (laughs) Anyone. Yep. Who has to cook. (laughs) Yep. Uh, Plan 24 hours in advance for every meal. Mm -hmm. Uh, So Monday morning, you're thinking about Tuesday morning's breakfast. And uh, Monday night, you're thinking about uh, Tuesday night's dinner. it's a great idea to chop a week's worth of veggies at a time and freeze them. That's a huge time saver on intro. Yeah, so you're talking like carrots, carrots, onions, squash, onions, squash. broccoli, cauliflower. Mm-hmm. All of that can be chopped and frozen ahead of time. Great. Yeah. Um, if you don't leave, live in the, the deep south where it's... Um, well, even if you do live in a warm part of the country, if you keep one pot of soup on your stove and if you're home, you can reheat that throughout the day and not deal with multiple, you know, pulling out containers, uh, heating up, then putting them back into the fridge. Uh, this is what can be done unless you have histamine issues where you need to have your food as fresh as possible. Um, I really can't stress enough that when you have detox brain and you're feeling, you know, foggy headed, you don't want to make it worse by going hungry. And so if you keep food prepared and on hand, um, and it's most of the gaps in your foods can be prepared ahead of time. You can stock up on ghee, uh, meats and bones, frozen veggies, animal fats and butter, uh, to make that ghee, um, 24 hour yogurt and kefir, um, quarts of sauerkraut, they all keep. Yep, they do. So, yeah, a lot of great that advice. Prepare it ahead of time. The basic foods to have on hand. Oh, um, this is going to be good. 
So let's see, we've got about eight foods here. That Okay. Um, a variety of meat and meaty bones and fish. Fats, uh, such as tallow, lard, ghee, duck fat. I love duck fat. Um, yogurt and kefir that are 24 hours. Uh, yes. They need to be cultured for 24 hours or more. Um, and there is a commercial brand of 24-hour uh, cultured yogurt. Oh. It's by White Mountain, and it's oh. coming to more and more uh, health food stores. Fantastic. Just to put that note in there. Uh, prepared meat stock, sauerkraut, vegetables, eggs, and virgin olive oil. Yeah. Those are the basic foods to have on hand. Great list. Um, <clears throat> basic supplements to have on hand. Um, and these first two aren't technically supplements, but they kind of act as supplements digestively. Lemon water in the morning okay. and ginger tea. And then the real supplements, uh, a probiotic like BioCult or Gut Pro, mm -hmm. uh, cod liver oil, the most unprocessed and high quality you can get. Hydrochloric acid, um, which is um, the same acid that you have in your, that your own stomach cells secrete. And uh, almost every one, I, I, I would say every one of my clients um, needs some hydrochloric acid at some point. Uh, it's just a basic one of the very first north to south digestive needs is um, good stomach acid expression, which breaks down our protein, chelates our minerals, sanitizes our food. Um, it has so many functions, and it sets up the rest of digestive to work properly. Mm -hmm. Magnesium glycinate uh, could be helpful for constipation. And then essential fatty acid supplements like borage or black currant seed oil, fish oil, that sort of thing. Mm -hmm. uh, in general, we take a break from all supplements on intro. And then in stage three, we're adding in the probiotics and the cod liver oil. In stage four, we're adding in the other essential fatty acid supplements. Um, but there are two exceptions. Um, if you're on prescriptions uh, that need to be weaned off under a practitioner's care. And the other exception is if digestive help is needed during intro, wherein you would use things like hydrochloric acid. Um, so let me get into the basic equipment. Okay. <laughs> um, so if you're on, if you're on a budget, here's your list. Um, the, the most basic equipment, and most of us have this already in our kitchens. You need a stock pot and a good pan. Um, I like cast iron and stainless steel. You need good knives and yes. cutting boards. Um, it's really helpful uh, to have at least an inexpensive juicer. Like you can pick up a Jack LaLanne juicer for less than 50 bucks, usually from Craigslist. <laughs> um, I'll get into my recommendations for like a better juicer um, when I talk about the more, the more bonus fun equipment. 
uh, stick blender, like the Cuisinart Smart mm-hmm. Stick. You can pick that up for like $35. And then mason jars of assorted sizes. Yeah, so the family that's already traditional cooking has all those. Probably has all those. Maybe not the junior. <clears throat> maybe not. Yep. yep. But, yeah. So the bonus equipment, if you have the budget, uh, you want to make food more fun, you know, more gourmet sometimes, or more easier. Um, so I recommend, uh, my personal favorite for a juicer is the Omega J8006 Um there's, there are other comparable or better juicers. That's mm-hmm. kind of my family favorite. Um, a Vitamix or a Blendtec blender, mm-hmm. something high powered. Uh, I really like the Excalibur dehydrators. You can do your 24-hour yogurt in it. You can, you know, dehydrate fruits and vegetables for snacks during your whole GAPS experience. Um, you can do, you have a jerky recipe, don't you? Mm-hmm. Yeah. In the jerky diary. Great. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, stand mixer, like a KitchenAid, um, is really useful for making, you know, gaps baked goods or yeah. making Russian custards, which Ooh. are actually a stage two legal dessert mm-hmm. to be used um, judiciously. <laughs> yeah. um, is that a recipe on your site? It is actually, yeah. Okay, so when you guys are grabbing the 30-day prep guide, tradcookschool.com slash 30-day prep guide, you just search for Russian custard? Mm-hmm. Okay, I'll try to get a link to it at the show notes. Know your yes. podcast.com slash 165. That's, uh, that's a recipe that comes from Dr. Natasha's mm-hmm. uh, book. It's about as simple as you can get. It's whipped egg yolks and honey. <laughs> Sounds <Really>. delicious. <laughs> it is. It is. <laughs> um, an instant pot's helpful for oh, yes. you know quicker cooking. Um, a food processor like Cuisinart is wonderful to have. Um, and then if you have um, some of the more serious issues or you know histamine issues or methylene, sorry, methylation issues, it's helpful to have airlock fermenting vessels like the picklet or the probiotic jar Mm -hmm. um, to have a cleaner ferment. And uh, if you are fermenting long enough, then there are less histamines to deal with. So that's kind of my bonus equipment list. Um, It's common to deal with either stubborn constipation or diarrhea on intro, um, so in the case of stubborn constipation, um, some tips are to uh, either add in fresh pressed carrot juice early in stage two and take that with your cod liver oil or to uh, try an enema if you've not had a bowel movement in two days and nothing else is working. Yeah. In my GAPS class, I have a whole menu of constipation remedies. <laughs> um, for diarrhea, we recommend that you stay put on the current stage you're at. And um, if it's, you know, kind of profuse and watery, um, then we even need to eliminate uh, veggies until that clears up. Um, You can also introduce uh, the probiotic BioCult, which has been uh, 
as well tested for diarrhea. Okay. So those are kind of my basic tips. Um, those were fantastic. I want to remind everyone that um, at the show notes that will be up on Friday, June 10th, we'll have a complete transcript that mm -hmm. I know you're going to want to copy and paste to Evernote or wherever you keep your notes. Because if you go on gaps, these are so valuable, the basic equipment, basic supplements, you know, basic pantry list. Then there's these special conditions of constipation or diarrhea. And Melanie's got a wealth of just really simple ways to, you know, proceed. So anyway, yeah. show notes are going to be ready for you. Um, in regards to proceeding, um, I just want to give a couple tips on moving through intro because okay. a lot of people, a lot of people are confused by how to move through the six yeah. stages of intro. Yeah. So stage one um, is ge generally one to two days unless you're dealing with diarrhea and okay. you stay, stay put uh, until the diarrhea clears up. Um, stages two to four, um, we're taking about four to seven days for, for each of those stages. Now, however, uh, if you have a whole plethora of sensitivities or you're one of the more severe cases, like the kind requiring that you start gaps next week, then I usually suggest one new food every third day for stages two to four. <clears throat> now, stages five, we're adding in um, local and, uh, and seasonal veggies, um, raw, that is. So when you're talking about vegetables, there's, you know, endless amounts of vegetables you could be adding in. So what I recommend um, is that you stick to what is seasonal to you and work through those one by one. Hmm. And this stay, the same for stage six, where you're adding in uh, more fruits. So stick to what's seasonal. That'll shrink your list of foods to work through. Um, so you're not, you know, overwhelmed right. with what you can eat and <laughs> Um, and still, maybe spending still taking, too long on it. Yeah, still taking a careful approach. Um, yeah. One new food at a time. That's a great tip. So um, I mentioned this before, but if you are on a stage, um, I, here's my kind of flow chart for how to decide when to move on. Uh, say you're on intro stage one. Um, if you do have diarrhea, you stay put. Um, you know, consider the no veggies, consider the biocult. If not, move to stage two. Now, um, in terms of adding in new foods, if you have a food that you're kind of wondering about um, adding in or not, then what's recommended is to do the skin sensitivity test. So say you want to try egg yolk um, on stage two. So the night before you want to try that food, you put a drop of it on the inside of your wrist. If it's a dry food, you can add a little water, make a mash, yeah. put it on your skin. Um, this is a, a simple at home free test there. You know, there's more expensive lab tests that I do with clients, but this is simple free stuff at home. Um, so you would 
put a drop of egg yolk on the inside of your wrist, go to bed. In the morning, if there's um, kind of an irritated red rash or something like that, then um, you would not add in that food at that time. You would move on to the next food and keep increasing what's already tolerated. Mm -hmm. So um, that's basically how we approach adding in new foods as we move through the stages. You don't have to halt at a stage until you can eat all of the foods in that stage. You can keep moving on and just skip over the problematic foods and, and try them again later. Great. I'm glad <clears throat> you mentioned that. So I know so many people wonder, if I can't right. have this one, can I, do I have to stay here or can I move right. on to something else? Right. So that's great. Right. A lot of freedom yep. um, possibilities there. Yeah. Great. Um, so let, um, my next thing I'd like to talk about, if we have time, I see we're coming up on 3 yeah. o'clock Eastern. <laughs> I know. This has been amazing. You're sharing amazing information. Good. Uh, sure. How about one more point? And then I want to be sure okay. to address, um, talk a little bit about your GAPS class, because I know that people are going to okay. be interested in mm -hmm. maybe some more hand-holding. <laughs> so I have kind of scripts that I um, have for people who want to get an idea of how to talk to their kids about oh. GAPS. So awesome. if I could, I've got a, a script that is for younger kids. Okay. And then um, my 16-year-old uh, son, Cade, actually shared a piece for teenagers. So if I may, I'll just yes. read those. Oh, I think this is fantastic. And, um, I'll try to read somewhat slow if, if uh, folks want to take notes. or well, they It'll don't, be in the show notes. It'll be in the show notes, word okay. for word. So okay. Great. Yeah, just read it at conversational. Okay. Speak. So for little kids or younger kids, um, your body has lots of little helpers, tiny bugs inside, um, but your body can also get too many unhelpful bugs or insert whatever word appropriate for your child. These unhelpful bugs don't help us to be strong and healthy, so we need to tell them to move out and let the good bugs thrive. And we do this by taking away the unhelpful bugs favorite foods like sugar and junk food. And for a while we eat only food that feeds the good bugs and makes them stronger so that they can do their jobs. Um, this diet can also help us by repairing our tummies, building our muscles and our bones and helping our brains work better. It really helps all the parts of us. For a little while though, while the unhelpful bugs are dying off, we can feel yucky and we might miss the foods that made those unhelpful bugs happy. <laughs> we can't avoid that part, but I will help you as much as I can while they move out. We'll take special baths, we'll get fresh air and sunshine, watch some movies and read books or insert favorite activities. Uh, it's good to reward with experiences rather than food. Sure. Um, I also find it helpful to show the kids that the stages and read to them what they can eat on each stage. And then they can, uh, then that makes the list, the guide rather than you and kind of makes the list yeah. the, the heavy <laughs> right. rather than you. 
Right. Good point. So, um, and they can help menu plan from that as well. Mm-hmm. So by 16-year-old son Cade's uh, take on gaps. <clears throat> he says, it sucks sometimes. Your friends will make fun of you. It's not a miracle that's going to fix you tomorrow. But if you ever want to feel good, if there was ever something that could benefit you more than exercise, more than just eating a few more vegetables a day, or avoiding that tasty box of cereal manufactured in some lab, it's hard, but if you really want my opinion, it's worth it. And um, anecdotally, if your teenagers have athletic goals, um, gaps can help them stay really healthy, be less prone to injuries, and promote strong bones. And I can attest to that in my own kids. Fantastic. Sure. I hope you thank your son, Cade, for sharing. <laughs> I did. Wisdom. I did. That was a really good approach from him. And it, I think it's great. It's coming from another it's real. teenager. It's real. Yeah. I mean, it's mm-hmm. just what they think about. So yeah. great. Yeah. Unscripted. <laughs> yeah. Well, thank you so much for the wealth of tips on simplifying gaps. Um, we covered a lot of ground. It was very simple, simple lists you shared. So everyone who's listening now or later, the show notes are knowyourfoodpodcast.com slash 165. Those will be up on Friday, June 10th. So be sure to come by because... The sources of ingredients are foods. The equipment list will have lots of links, and you could even just cut and paste to wherever you want to save your document. Um, and if you're listening and want to switch to video, if you're on video and want to switch to the audio version, so you could you know, listen while you're doing dishes or walking, that's all there for you as well. So um, we're going to wrap up now with Melanie sharing about her GAPS class, which mm-hmm. she holds, I'm not sure how many times a year, but it is currently open. So yeah. talk to us for a few minutes about what it is, how it works, and um, and the link to it, everyone, is tradcookschool.com slash gaps class, one word. Okay. All right. Take it away, Melanie. Yeah. So it's a 10-week class um, that we run two to three times a year, depending mm-hmm. on your, um, <laughs> And it's 10 weeks wherein you get a different module delivered to you every Monday, and then... Um, what many consider the best part of the class, besides the great materials and resources, is you get four hours a week of Q&A access to a GAPS practitioner, that being myself and um, Jennifer Scribner, who I'm partnering with for this GAPS class. Um, you get to ask your questions 24 hours a day, um, whenever suits you on the forum, and then we answer them during what I call office hours. Um, And for this round, that's going to be Wednesday mornings, 9 to 11 Eastern, and then Friday afternoons, uh, 2 to 4 Eastern time. Um, And if we have time, I'll just briefly touch on what's in the the modules. Um, Yeah, I think that would be good to briefly list the 10 modules so people know. Yep. So module one is dealing with... um, both the organization of the course and the kind of the organization and structure of the gut and digestion. Um, module two, we're talking about the, the psychological symptoms of gaps, how the gut is connected to the brain and the, you know, the more neurological issues. 
And the food focus of that module is meat stock and broth, how to make them, how to use them. Um, by the way, we have cooking videos for all the main GAPS foods as well, included in the GAPS class. Module three deals with the physical symptoms of GAPS and how um, the gut health is connected to um, the rest of our body. For instance, chronic cystitis or asthma or you know eczema. And we have a food focus in that module of ghee, how to make it, how to use it. Module four is a, a heavy one. We talk about the nutritional protocol, all the parts and pieces of GAPS. Um, we also talk about fermenting, um, anaerobic fermenting, probiotics. <laughs> um, mm -hmm. So that's a big one. And we talk about dairy introduction with a food focus on sauerkraut and sauerkraut juice. Okay. Module five talks about full GAPS, um, breakfast, lunch, dinner, snack ideas, food lists, school lunch menus, eating with other people, traveling. Everything. Very practical. Yes, very practical. Um, and then the mod module six deals with the six stages of the GAPS, GAPS introduction diet with menu ideas um, for each stage, uh, recipes for each stage, uh, the five days of intro, menu, and checklist, and the food focus for module six is crispy nuts and nut butter. <clears throat> In module seven, we talk about supplementation, um, the basic gap supplements plus additional complementary supplements um, like homeopathics. Uh, there's a bonus workbook in that module that's put together by uh, a doctor of homeopathy that works with a lot of autistic children and, and GAPS kids. Um, and then in module eight, we talk about GAPS detoxification, kind of the how-tos and the resources, um, the different types of detoxification that are used in the GAPS protocol. And our food focus is GAPS yogurt and sour cream. Okay. Module nine covers more practical matters, kind of typical situations that come up and natural remedies for them. And there's a bonus workbook on budgeting in that, in that module. And then module 10 deals with GAPS pregnancy and new baby. Um, how to do GAPS when pregnant tips for the best start for your baby uh, with bonuses on postpartum depression and menus and recipes for GAPS pregnancy. Uh, there's a couple of bonus modules on the heart diet hypothesis, um, heart disease, animal fats versus vegetable fats, cholesterol, that sort of thing. Um, those are kind of extra bonuses. Wow, so it's impressive. <clears throat> it's really impressive. Congratulations. Yeah. I know you've been working on it for a couple of years I and mean, you've offered it several times. It just seems like it keeps getting better. And this time mm -hmm. you have a partner practitioner. So you have more yes. videos and more recipes. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. I'm just so thrilled you're making this available to children and families. Yes. Thank you. It's a pleasure to, to do this work and to run this class. Yeah. So we are featuring um, the GAPS class on this episode of Know Your Food with Warty because Melanie's GAPS class is currently open. 
-hmm. And she's taking enrollments through June 20th. Um, Mm -hmm. This class starts on June 20th. And depending on when you listen to this podcast, there may or may not be an early bird discount available. But all the information is at tradcookschool.com slash gaps class. And if you're listening to this way later, Melanie does open it up two to three times a year. So, you know, take advantage of her 30-day prep guide, but also be on her mailing list by grabbing the 30-day prep guide so that you can be first informed when she opens up again because uh, you can you can join in the next time. And this information that she shared today is so, so valuable. It may be enough to get you a head start and get you already going. So once again, links for you, everyone. Knowyourfoodpodcast.com slash 165 for um, links and transcript and video and audio and everything we've discussed today. Um, the GAPS class itself is at tradcookschool.com slash GAPS class, one word for GAPS class. The 30-day prep guide is at tradcookschool.com slash 30-day prep guide, all one word. So Melanie, is there anything else you want to share before we wrap up? Um, not so much, except that if you are hearing this before June 5th, um, there is an early bird registration price um, that's fifty dollars uh, discounted from the the regular price. Right. So yes, that that does end at the end of the day, June fifth. Yeah. So hopefully people will be watching this replay before the <laughs> before the podcast goes live. But if not, it's still a great value. So yes. don't sweat it. If you, if you <laughs> need this information for your children, for your family to get on a new path, then just. We do offer a two-payment plan. So, Oh, great. That's great. Well, Melanie, thank you so much for your time. You've taken time out of the conference. You've put together an amazing set of tips and lists for everyone. I really appreciate you just being so, so generous with your wisdom and your experience. Thank you. It was a pleasure to be here, Wardy. Yeah, it's just a pleasure for me, too, to visit with you. Good. All right, everyone. We'll check out the show notes and the GAPS class. And... Um, Be sure to let me or Melanie know if you need any help um, with gaps or questions or anything about what's been shared today. God bless you all. Bye-bye. Thank you so much for joining me today. I hope you'll come back again. Let me tell you what you can do next. You can visit the show notes for this episode and get links and more resources about today's topic. Just visit knowyourfoodpodcast.com slash and then without a space type the number of this episode. You can stop by traditionalcookingschool.com slash watch to get five free traditional cooking videos from me. It's a gift. You can subscribe to this podcast on iTunes, the podcast app, or Stitcher. If you're on a mobile device, just search for Know Your Food with Wardy while you're in the app. If you're on a desktop or laptop, go to knowyourfoodpodcast.com slash iTunes right in your browser. And while you're there, please leave a rating or review. I love to read your comments and your feedback makes it much more likely that others who are interested will find this podcast too. Thank you so much and God bless you.